This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Welcome to the Temple of God, Church of God in Christ, a word for you. Hi, I'm Pastor Henry Marbley. You may be in your car right now and you turn to this station. Let me tell you, it was a word for you. God meant for you to turn that channel. You may be at home right now, relax and sit back. We're hoping to take you on a journey through God's word that will bless your hearts and may make a difference in anyone else. Call them on the phone right now. You'll be shocked. How God will change your life to words, wonderful words, beautiful words, wonderful words of life. So God bless you. We hoping that you are attentive to this message. And I want you to sit back, get your spoon and fork out. It's going to be gravy. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Marbley. This is Minister Jeff Marbley. Coming to you on the Word for You broadcast. That's from the Temple of God Ministries, 9392 Mac Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48214. And uh, thank you for this opportunity to come to you today. Uh, let me give you the phone number before I get started. It's 313-263-1725. That's 313-263. Two six three, one seven two five, and I thank God for this opportunity. I'll be bringing you the word today. God is a good God. He's gracious and He's merciful. He has blessed us and kept us, and we appreciate this time to come before you. Uh, I would just like to say that uh, I appreciate my brother, which is Pastor Henry Marbley. And the dedication he have to this program and how he goes about to uh, get people for you. Uh, me and my uh, nephew, Minister Springfield, and we uh, we do study and we pray and we ask God to give us a word that we may bless uh, through the word of God, the people and the hearing. Uh, and Pastor Marbley also as he come to you and, and delivers a word for you. And we thank God for this opportunity. Uh, we don't take it lightly, but God has blessed us. And we would just like to bring what he has given to us to you. The lesson today is a uh, one of the kind of old-fashioned lessons. Uh, today, it seems like everyone is, and, and it's sad to say, but it's a lot of of, of looking out for yourself and looking out for uh, my, our own purposes, our own benefits. And I'm going to bring a message today that maybe won't be the most popular message, but it's a message that is true. And uh, what we're going to do, we're going to go Titus, the second chapter, and the 11th verse, starting at the 11th verse. And it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. It says The 12th verse says, teaching us that the dying ungodly lust 
and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And what I'm going to talk about today is denying ourselves, denying ourselves. That is not the most popular message out there today, but I want to kind of deal with that lesson today because in today's society, it seems like everyone is out for what they can get. Even church folks seem to be have got like a big Santa Claus in the sky. What can we get out of him? What has he done for us lately? But I just want you to know that Jesus said that we must deny ourselves. We must learn to not always seek our own, not seek our own purposes and our own plans, but seek the will of God. Try to do the will of God. Put ourselves in the place of denying ourselves to some of the worldly pleasures, some of the things that we think may be owed to us. And let's read this verse again, because I want I want you to just listen to this verse. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. And that 12th verse, I want to key on. It says, teaching us that denying ungodly lusts or ungodly lusts in this worldly lust, we should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. And it says we got a blessed hope in that next verse. It said, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We got to understand that they're the ungodly lust. Now, there's nothing wrong with cars and houses and the things like that. I mean, we need those type things. But the ungodly lust, the things that may create pride in our lives, create covetousness in our lives, create jealousies in our lives, create envies in our lives, he said that he don't want us to covet each other's stuff or get envious of another person because they have more than what we may have or get jealous of a person, maybe their beauty or their fame and fortune. We got to understand that God has something for you. If God has something for you, it's for you. And if God has something for another person, it's for another person. It's not for us to get all excited about what others have in the sense of being jealous or envious or or having some type of animosity against them. He said, denying ungodly. What are the ungodly lust? Ungodly lust. That's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the flesh, the things that will cause us to do things that's wrong. The things that will cause us to get out of the will of God. The things that will cause us not to do the right thing, not to be holy and not to be righteous. We have to deny those ungodly lusts. Because a lot of times we're, we're just out for what we want. And we got to be very careful of that. Let me go to Luke, the 18th chapter, the, starting at the 28th verse. And this is what... Uh, Peter said to Jesus, he said, then Peter said, lo, we have left all to follow you. And in the 29th verse, it says, and Jesus, well, it's he, but in Jesus said unto him, verily, I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or parents or brethren 
or wife or children for the kingdom's sake. And the next verse says, who shall not receive a manifold more in this present time and in the world to come. Now, this is different from the first verse I started dealing with because in Titus, it was talking about ungodly lust, teaching us to undy, uh, to deny ungodly lust. But in Luke, it's Peter asked the question or, or made a statement to Jesus saying, we have left all. And he meant, he, I put down my fishing nets. I left my parents. I left my uh, career. I went, uh, I went, and it's not bad. I mean, your parents is not bad and your career is not bad. But he said, I left all of that to follow you. And Jesus said to him, verily I say unto you, no man has left all that you you deemed important, everything that you deemed important, no man has left all that you have uh, in your heart to be important, and God haven't returned to him a manifold blessing, much more than what you ever left. So first, in Titus, he said, denying ungodly lust. And in Luke, he said, I left all, all of my ambitions and all of my dreams, all the things that I had set as an important thing to myself, I left all that stuff. But Jesus said, you haven't left all that stuff that God has not, it's not going to give it back to you in a manifold blessing. You cannot be God-given. You might leave a lot of different things, but the thing is, God is saying he's going to reward you. If, if we decide that we're going to deny ourselves, because we got to learn that some of the things that we think is so important is not really that important. It's important to us now, but when it comes down to the eternal, because remember, in the latter part of Titus 12 and 13, it says, looking for that blessed hope. We have to look beyond this world. We have to look beyond where we are. All the things that we deem important. He said we're looking for a blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have to be very careful on what we deem as important because a lot of times we'll, we'll sit there and we'll hold on to things that we deem important. And God is saying, no, you need to get rid of You need to set those things aside because I have a lot more for you. And if you're not willing to deny yourself of the things of this world, you're going to miss out not only in this world, but in the world to come. Let's go to Philippians, the third chapter and the 13th verse. And Paul says it like this, brethren, I account not my health self to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth to those things which are before, I press towards the prize for the high calling in Christ Jesus. And what he's trying to say is a lot of people take that verse and you, they, a lot of them use that verse wrong because they look at it as saying forgetting the bad things which are behind me. But Paul wasn't talking about bad things. Paul was talking about the good things. Earlier in that chapter, he said if there's something that somebody need to boast about, he gave a list of things that he could boast about. He, he, he numbered some things that really in this world, it made him look big. It made him look great. It made him look wonderful. 
But the thing is, he said, I count not myself to have apprehended, even though I have all my plaques on the wall, even though I have all my trophies, even though I have all of my degrees, even though I have all the things that the world says I'm successful. He says, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me. He said, I've taken all those plaques and all those trophies and all that diplomas and everything. He said, I forget all those things because I want a greater prize. He says, reaching forth towards those things which are before me, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Paul says, I'm going to forget the things which are behind me. I'm going to deny myself the accolades that people want to put on me to make myself look so wonderful, to make myself look so good. I'm going to put those things aside and I'm going to press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We're talking about self-denial, saints. We're talking about self-denial. We have to understand that God wants us to learn how to deny ourselves. I know we're in a name it, claim it, snatch it, grab it society today, and the church world is trying to get everything that the world world is trying to get. And we got to understand our appetite shouldn't be for those things. We just got to get our minds off those things that we, we, we deem in this world, or even the world deems to be so important. If you don't have those things, somehow you're not blessed. Somehow you're not successful. You're blessed because you're saved. Your blessing comes from your obedience to Christ. That's where your blessing comes from. Your blessing don't come from what kind of car you drive or what kind of house you live in or where you may be located or what kind of degrees you have on the wall or where your, who is your parents. Your success comes from you being a saved and sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost Christian. Jesus brings us success. Our success is not in what we possess. Let me read to you Matthews 10 and 38. It says, he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Now, this is Jesus talking. Jesus says, there's a cross for everyone to bear. And he said, you must take your cross. He said, if you don't take your cross in Matthew 10, 38, he says, you're not worthy of me. In Matthew 16, 24, he says, Then Jesus says unto his disciples, If any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Jesus saying, Hey, if you want to follow me, you must deny yourself. And I found it in my own personal life, in order to follow Christ, I have to deny myself. Because the flesh craves so much. The flesh goes after so much. Your mind goes after so much. Your heart goes after so much. And a lot of times it's not righteousness. It's not holiness. It's not things that's going to be pleasing to God. And in order to be pleasing to God, you got to tell your flesh, no, you got to tell your flesh sometimes to sit down and don't, you won't have that. There's things that your flesh go after is not godly. Because the flesh is enmity against God. The flesh don't want to do what God wants it to do. And we must deny ourselves. Take up the cross. What is the cross? The cross is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The, the cross is the cause of Jesus Christ. The cross is the things that God will have us do that the world hates. The world don't hate the world hates Christ. I mean, it appears that the world loves Christ, but the world hates Christ and everything he stands for. 
And as a Christian, we got to understand that if we stand for God, we're going to be opposite of the world. The world is not going to like us much. Not that we're bad people, but as we walk in Christ, the world don't like to hear about holiness. The world don't like to hear about righteousness. And if we walk in holy and righteous, the world is not going to like us. That's why it says take up a cross because that cross is a heavy cross to bear. Because as we stand for Christ, the world is going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want no parts of you. So let's go on and read the next verse. He says, whosoever shall save his life. This is Matthew 16, 25. Whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. What do that mean? What he's saying there is that if you go about to establish your own righteousness, if you go about to establish your own self without him, if you're going to lose your life, you may gain the whole world. You may gain all the popularity you want. You may gain all of the, the accolades and the friendships that you believe you're supposed to have. But he said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose your soul? And what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Your soul is more important because that's eternal. That's going to go on forever. This life, as the Bible says, is a vapor. It's here today and it's gone. If God bless us with 90 years or 100 years, that's a long time in human life. But when it compares to eternity, it's nothing. So God is saying, a prepare not only for this life, but make sure you prepare the most important thing. That's for the eternal life. And he already made preparation for that because God said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's St. John 3.16. And we have to understand that we must deny ourselves. Let's read in Luke 9 and 23, and it states very clearly what the Matthew 8, uh, 10 and 38 is similar. It says, and he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Take up his cross daily, daily take up your cross you have a cross to bear every day. You must stand for Christ every day. You cannot take down every day. There's compromises that tries to come in and tell you, no, don't stand for Christ. No, that's not going to make people happy. No, you won't be popular if you say that. No, you won't be popular if you live that way. No, you will not. Uh, people may not accept you if you say it like that. If you live and say holiness is right, and if you say that uh, God wants you to be righteous and God wants you to live and to please him and not yourself, that might not be popular today. But God is saying, look, he's saying, if, if you're going to come after me, you must first take deny yourself. And he said, take up your cross daily. Every day, we must take our cross up. We must hold up that cross. We must hold up the cross of Christ. That's the only way people can be saved. That's the only way people can be delivered. That's the only way people can be set free is to have the cross held up. 
we must hold up the things of God. We will not get where we are looking to go if we do not hold up what the cross represents. Then he says in Luke 14 and 27, And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Whosoever shall not bear his cross cannot be Christ's disciple. Saints, as the statement says, it's tight, but it's right. We must take up the cross of Christ and follow Christ. That cross sometimes is one of the toughest things because you won't get, the world won't look at you in the best of light when you truly take up the cross of Jesus Christ. Not saying that we're being mean, not saying that we're being, uh, uh, you know, just bad and, and doing things to make people not like us. We're just telling the truth. We're just standing for truth. We want to love everybody, but we believe in righteousness. We believe in holiness. We believe in denying ourselves. No, I'm not going to chase after the things of this world because I found out the things of this world don't satisfy I don't care what you get in this life, you'll always want more. There's a spot in your heart only for God alone. God put it there. He put that spot there. That he's the only one can fill it. He's the only one that can fill that spot. He's the only one that can come in and make that spot satisfied. And as we start to come to our conclusion, what I want to do is I'm going to go back to Luke 18 and 28. Because I want to end on this, this, this term here. 828, and Peter asked that question again. Lo, I have left all to follow you. Or we have left all to follow you. Peter wanted Jesus to know, I have put everything aside that I thought was important. Everything aside that I thought was very important. And I found out that I have left all to follow you, Lord. Sometimes we think if we leave all, then we lose. But we don't lose. We don't lose. If you leave all, Jesus promised you in that next verse, he said, he said, Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto you that no man has left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom's sake. That God has will not uh, that will not receive a manifold more in this present time. And then he says. And in this world and the world to come, you can't be God-given. If you deny yourself, take up your cross, God will open up doors that you never thought existed. God will open up things to you that you would just blow your mind. But you got to be willing to deny yourself. He that saves his life shall lose it but he that loses his life for my sake shall find it 
I pray you got something out of the message today. This is something that God has challenged me on all for, for quite a few years because God wants the best out of us. God wants the best for us, but we gotta be willing to give up for him. We gotta be willing to set aside. He's not saying hate your father and mother or hate the things of this world or, or, or you know your life and all that. He said to love less. Do not put those things above Christ. Do not put those things over Christ. Let Christ be your number one. Let God be the one that is the most important thing to you. And he will give you all the other things. My time is almost up. My, my name is Minister Jeff Marbley. This is the Word for You broadcast brought to you by the Temple of God Ministries and Pastor Henry Marbley. The announcer will be here in a second. I just pray that you got something out of the message today and God bless you. You have been listening to the Word for You broadcast, a teaching ministry from Pastor Marbley and the Temple of God Ministries, located at 9392 Mac Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48214. Are you in need of prayer? Feel free to call us now at 313-424-3065. Again, that number is 313-424-3065. We hold weekly services promptly at 12 noon every Sunday. We cannot stay on the air without your help. Donations can be made out to Temple of God Ministries, 9392 Mac Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48214. Please support this broadcast as we proclaim the Word of God. And please support our feeding and track ministry as well. Thank you in advance. This program is sponsored by the Temple of God Ministries.